What's up, guys? It's Michael. Just wanted to wish you, your families, and friends a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and all the best wishes going into the 2021 year. Uh, let's leave 2020 in the past. We're looking forward to great soccer on Boxing Day, so enjoy the holiday, enjoy the sports, and uh, cherish this time. Have a good one. Hello and welcome everybody to the We Call It Soccer show. I'm Walker Manning, joined by my guy as always, Michael Fahey. How you doing today, bud? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Wake I'm up, good. Christmas is around the corner. Wake up, wake up, 2020 is finally almost over. Let's hope 2021 is a whole lot better. It would, hard, it would be hard for it to be worse, to be honest. We can't rule anything out. We can't. <laughs> cannot rule anything out. And uh, that statement's indicative of this weekend, mostly yeah. from the, the first two games. Um, did you did you pick Wolves last episode? I, I don't remember. I will check right now. I got my handy dandy piece of paper. Hey. Uh, no, I picked Chelsea. Yes, I picked Chelsea as well, and um, they lost. They lost two one. Um, you texted me before the game highlighted that the American was on the bench again, and he actually got to play starting at halftime, had a pretty good game. Yeah. Tell me about Wolves, the American, and how they were able to win this game. Yeah, Wolves were just, you know, uh, more physical. Their back line and their back five that they do was really able to just stop everything that Chelsea threw at them for the most part. Um one guy that I was super impressed with that I really haven't been all that on since he came to this team, um, Nelson Smedu. I think he played really well, uh, especially Chelsea's attack. was It goes through that left-hand side no matter who's really on it, especially with uh, Werner, Pulisic, Havertz, whoever it is, rotating to the right and left. But I feel like they favor that left side a lot more. And to basically stop their attack going down that side uh was pretty good and i think that's a victory in itself for wolves but uh wolves played their brand kind of you know they defended really well and then when they got their chances they broke and um they didn't create any big chances this game but they were still able to get two goals uh the winning goal in the final minute of the game was a peach what a run by Neto and then a great finish uh, that Mendy couldn't do anything with. So just well-earned from Wolves, in my opinion. Uh, and then it's kind of – it was snowballing on Frank at this point a little bit, in my opinion. Don't you think so? Just all the results going back to each other. Uh, yeah, it, it's really snowballing on Frank. And uh, in particular, it's snowballing on Kai Havertz. I feel like game after game – He's throwing up a stinker. Really, Timo Werner as well. You saw the quote. He's uh, having a tough time adapting to the physicality of the Premier League. He said he knew it was going to be more physical, but he, he didn't know it was going to be like this. And I'm like, yeah, it's like this. Everybody basically has an NBA player at center back in the, in the yeah. Premier League. And it's that's why we love it. And uh, he's having a hard time. Kai's having a really hard time. Um, yeah. Like you said, Nelson Semedu and Marcel, the wingbacks, they played a very important role in this game. Really, really were able to control them down the flanks. And uh, it was a good win from, from, from Wolves. 
You know, they're still 11th on the table, but uh, it, it's tight. It's tight in there. A few more results their way, a few bad results above them, and they're right back in a Europa League spot. Yeah, definitely. And we can't forget uh, the American that played half or half of the game or a little, um, oh, my words, the American that played from halftime, Owen Adesoe, netted the assist in the equalizing goal for Wolves. So great, uh, great job by him there, and it's good to see him get some game time in the Premier League. Yeah, and he started the next game after. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully he can, he can hold that down. And we have yet another American international playing in a top-five league consistently. This is amazing. Yeah. It it really is. Even like three years ago, you never would have thought of like saying that. No, yeah, we like people were talking about this as a golden generation with just three, but uh, just seems like we got a wealth of talent at this point. And there's some rumors about some youngins. Uh, there's a bidding war. I forget the guy's name from FC Dallas, right? Uh the right back Brian Reynolds. Yes, right. yeah, lots of big clubs are in on him. Who's gonna get him? I don't know. Uh, Fabrizio called him the next Trent Alexander-Arnold. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Our yeah. fullback pool is just deep. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't, maybe, maybe we'll move to a back three like like England. Have one of them play 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 the right side at center back. Just get get all the talent on the field. I don't just know. Get them all on the field. So much talent. Crazy. Speaking of a lot of talent on the field, but uh, not necessarily producing any results with it, Man City drew West Brom 1-1. I had the spread in this minus one and a half. I thought we were going to blow them out. Silly me, right? Silly me. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another, uh, another City day. 77% possession, four big chances created, three of them missed. Um, you know, it's, it's typical... Raheem Jesus had bad games. I I think Phil had a had a better game, but he was more. They played like a a four two two two, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil and Kevin would drop in. Raheem would get get up more. Jesus was a striker. Um, everyone missed chances. Uh, Ilkay had a nice goal, at, at first from a cutback from Raheem. It was it was clinical. The only sign of being clinical we had all day. Um. West Brom's goal was kind of fluky off a of deflection from Ruben Diaz. You got to can't just stick a lazy leg out there. You got to you got to clear it with some balls, some some intent. Um halftime subs none. Pep Pep just rolled out the same team, waited till the 75th minute to bring in Kyle Walker and a still hobbled Sergio Aguero. Didn't do much of course. Uh damn um, big Sam Allardyce, the the relegation specialist, with a oh wait no this was Billich. What am I talking about? What am I talking yeah. about? Billich yeah, gets a gets a gets a card. gets an amazing result, and then gets the boot out the door. Uh, that that's kind of ridiculous. What you think about this? Yeah, pretty uh pretty sucky for Slavin Billich to just get thrown to the curb after getting a result that no one. And, and no one, no one, no one saw coming. Uh, but you got to, it kind of makes you think that his firing was definitely pre-planned 
And they were just like waiting for him to get thrashed by city to say, all right, you're done. And then he pulled out this result and, uh, they're like, shit, uh, you're still, you're, you're still done. But, um, this is, in my opinion, I think it's coming. This is something like a trend we're seeing a lot with city. They dominate, dominate and dominate, but they just have no one that can finish. And, uh, I, maybe it's pep being pep, just not making the right changes at the right time. Maybe it's Jesus, maybe it's Sterling, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of unlucky for city to get the draw on this, but, uh, they definitely should have played better, but big ups to uh, West Brom and come on city. Come on. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. And I haven't heard any rumors about us seeking a, uh, a striker on loan or, or anything in January. So um, that's that's not good. No. You know, maybe Aguero wish, will be ready. Probably not, man. I, I think he's 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 streaming now, and and that's fine. You know, he's he's done his part. He's he's a legend already. You know, God bless him. Uh, maybe play the kids a bit more. That that might be nice because we've only really given Rory Delap a chance. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I know who has less of a clue than me. Mikel Arteta doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Um, you know, th- this game, Theo Walcott opened up the scoring early, celebrated against his old club to Arsenal fans. Absolute dismay. You know, they had him for 12 years, said he wasn't good enough. Why would he sell the on you guys? I, I have no idea. Um, in the 52nd minute, Obama Yang finally scores a goal for Arsenal, not from a penalty, not on his own net. Wow. It, uh, it took him a long time, but he's finally done it. And um, I, I would like to think that Mikel had a long, hard talk about red cards and how detrimental they can be to the team. And uh, Gabriel Idiot. Gets, a, gets a boneheaded red card. Like, so stupid. As, as if Theo Walcott was going to go dust him 30 meters and, and score like a solo goal this season. No shot. Like absolutely boneheaded, idiotic. They're down to 10 men. Um, Southampton, they, they went at him and went at him, went at him, but Arsenal sat in deep. The only thing they kind of know how to do. Mikel subbed on many defenders and they got the draw. Disappointing for uh, Hassan Hootl, but uh, even more frustrating, I think, for Arsenal. Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, just, I, at this point, I just feel so like Gabriel uh, his first yellow card was four minutes before his second and he got it for time wasting he was time wasting in the 58th minute after they scored the equalizer Um, I think that is a mentality thing with Arsenal that they were happy with a draw against Southampton and uh, just I don't know. It's there's so much to just unpack in this wonderful box of gifts if you're not an Arsenal fan. But uh Southampton has to do better. I mean, they definitely should have scored another goal in this game, without it without a doubt. And uh 
I mean, big ups to Arsenal though that they were able to, you know, hold on to a draw with ten men for the second time this season, the third time maybe that they held on to a point, but uh, with ten men. But this can't keep going because the season only gets tougher, never gets easier, and uh, Arsenal aren't in a good spot. I still think. I know last week we talked about like relegation and all that stuff for them. I still think they'll finish like 11th, 12th, 13th, uh, but they need to turn it around soon or else no bueno. Uh, yeah. Um, Southampton's only like really creative player is, is Shea Adams, I think. The only one who can do something off the dribble, kind of pick up tricky pass for and James Ward Prowse are good holding mids Ward Prowse can score from a free kick no Romeo's an asshole and um, he's terrible I'd love to have a, a version of him on City that can that can run a little faster but uh no um Arsenal I, I I wholeheartedly disagree with that take I think they're definitely going to finish lower than that um if you look at the rest of their season being that it's halfway over how they've played people so far, if they're going to get anybody in the transfer window, no, if Ozo's going to come back, no. So I don't really see many teams that they can beat. They're going to be in a relegation fight and uh, they might go down. They might go down. But um, another important game on the weekend Liverpool beat Tottenham. According to Jose, the the better team lost. Your your thoughts? Your thoughts? Um, I I kind of agree with him. I mean, I I know the statistics don't say it. They got out possessed seventy five percent, twenty five. Got outshot, outshot on target. Um, but they created every big chance there was in the game and missed. All but the all but the one they scored. So yeah, the better team definitely did lose. They defended much better than uh, Liverpool did. It was typical Jose ball that should have got them at least a point. Uh, and then, of all people, Bobby Firmino with a towering header into the top corner <laughs> to win it. So Bobby Firmino, just you never would have guessed that. And but yeah, I think. Uh, Liverpool won, so they deserved the points, but Tottenham and Mourinho definitely uh, were the better side, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's definitely debatable. I think it's, it's hard to, to argue with the, chan- with the big chances because they did create all of them. They missed nearly all of theirs as well. Yep. And uh, Liverpool controlled you know, possession, but they didn't, they didn't, you know, have, have many big chances, any big chances. Uh, Berg one, just so bad. So very bad. Uh, I don't, I, think he's I don't lucky. I think he's just super unlucky because he never like boofs terribly. It's just kind of like post or just misses or saved, you know? Yeah. But you got to finish those, man. Like you just, you got to, you just, if, if you want to be in a side as good as Spurs, <laughs> supposedly allegedly then you have to finish those chances um the thing is I, I don't know who else could have played there you know maybe Mora. that that's, that's really it bail maybe 
I don't know if he's if he's pacey enough to get on those runs like Bergwijn was. But uh, damn, kind of unlucky. I, I love to see Mourinho double down on on Instagram. Caption was verbatim, direct quote what he said in his in his post match. So I. I just I love the man regardless, but um, we're going to talk about their next result also. But but one point from from nine possible so far from Spurs in the last three. Um, is this a blip in the radar, or, or is Spurs going to Spurs? Are they Spursing? I don't think it's. Uh, it's hard to tell until after. We'll know in two weeks. We'll know no, in two, two weeks, weeks if they're yeah. Spursing or not because. And now when it gets thick and thin, Mourinho doesn't prioritize any competition. He just plays his strongest team normally if they're the chance of winning something. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But I do I do personally, in my very humble opinion, think Spurs are in fact Spursing. So we'll, they, we'll uh, see. They might indeed be Spursing. Only time will tell, like you said. Um I'd like to think it's a blip in the radar because I have more faith in Mourinho than to than for him to let this team Spurs so early in the season. If it was like twenty plus games in, you know, maybe maybe it'd be time. They're just but, practicing um, for the end of the year to Spurs. Yeah, yeah, just getting <laughs> getting their Spurs and muscles loose. Uh, do do we need to talk about Manchester United beating Sheffield because it was a close game at the end or? Is that is that expected? Because you know, it wouldn't be a United win if it wasn't somewhat dramatic, right? No, yeah, super, super expected. So I don't, I don't think we really need to talk about it. But one note on it is uh, Dean Henderson is the second best goalkeeper at Manchester United. He should not start a game of any meaning over David De Gea. That is all. All right. Um... That sucks for Dean, I guess, because he's still one of the best keepers in the Premier League. Um, many teams could use him. I guess he uh, he is destined to be deputized at Man United until David gets old and and frail. Kind of sucks, but uh, I think it'll that's be what like you get. Years. You know, he risked it. He wanted to he wanted to go challenge for the spot, and when you challenge David De Gea, you know sometimes. You lose. It wakes up, you know, wakes up the dragon. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of waking up the dragon, I don't I don't know if Roy Hodgson said something before the game, like uh, if if Klopp just like doesn't like Crystal Palace or something. But this was fucked up. This was real fucked up, dude. Uh, yeah. Liverpool beat Palace seven zero. Absolutely destroyed them. On uh, Palace's match rating, their highest is a 7-2 by Milhojevic. And they have 5 sub-5, five, a 4.5 by Vincent Guetta. Kind of harsh, but when you let up a touchdown, I mean, there's there's not much else you can say. Takumi Minamino got the start, and uh, he opened up the scoring early. Everybody and their mother scored, literally. Even, even, even Henderson got on the board. As 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 you know, few and far between as those goals come. Ah, God, do you have anything to say about this beatdown? Um, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. it, it just 
like, uh, I don't know what to say. It's it's because Palace are normally so solid at the back, just and Guaita normally saves their ass a couple times a game. So three nothing, four nothing, yeah, but seven in any game, especially against like a not terrible defensive team. I mean, good job Liverpool, Um, especially without Salah starting, and he still got his. So, I mean, that's pretty cool for him. But yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was just an absolute thrashing, you know, that was, Oh, that was, that must be really deflating for palace too. You know, I, I don't know if they'll be able to bounce back, you know, for, for another few games. Hopefully they have an easy opponent next, but we'll talk about that later in the show. Um, next result. I think this was a good result. Man city one Southampton zero um, Southampton. Now, just one spot above us in the table, one point above us, but we have a game in hand. So uh, possession was fairly equal, kind of tilted towards City. A big chance of peace. Um, Raheem Sterling was able to finally, finally not a, not a somewhat clinical goal. You know, you would usually think he would miss a few of these before he finished it, but uh, he didn't this time. So hats off to him. Um, real men of the match, though. Ilkay, Rodri, and the back line, Ederson as well, really sat in after that and defended well. I was proud of the fullbacks for not going complete asshole mode. Um, Kyle Walker had, had some nice covering runs on Musa Gineppo, really shut him down, pocketed him, uh, had a terrible day at the office. Um, it, it was a good result, and I'm I'm proud of them. I was scared that we were going to lose this game because we lost this game last year, last time we played. But we we got the we got the three points, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I think Southampton uh, were a little hard done. I definitely think that was a handball on Sterling. Um, it hit him in the elbow in the box. That's a penalty. So, I think uh, that was his knee. Yeah, knee to the elbow. Uh, but I, so I guess Southampton, a point would have been fair, but they didn't get it and city scraped by and got another point, but, uh, yeah, solid, solid game. It was fun to watch. Um, and what was cool about it is city is still city. Like they're still one of the best teams in the country, but, uh, it's kind of looking like teams aren't teams are starting to go at them and like, making things games. You know what I mean? Like uh, Southampton goes at everyone, but it was kind of cool to see like that teams aren't scared that much of city anymore. If that makes sense. Like they're still a great team and they still could beat anyone, but it's fun to see teams go at them. So, yeah. See, um, I, I, I disagree with that because we're not city anymore and teams can go at us because like two years ago and for like a four year stretch behind that, like it was like, it was like almost as if Man City was insulted. If the other team had the ball, we would press high, win the ball back all the time and be absolutely lethal attack after attack, after attack, create big chances, finish big chances, play with the ball in opposing team box, like not outside of their box, not this, 
back and forth around the CDMs where Vajri has like 30 touches a game and does jack shit with any of them. We actually had penetrating runners, good finishers, David Silva, most importantly. And um, now we don't press like that. Um, our fullbacks are on the ball way, way too much. And our, our wingers are not, not clinical enough at all. And uh, just as it's just different, it's, you know, not to say that we're not one of the best teams and that we can't push for, for, for silverware because we can, but we're not the, the overwhelming force that we once were. And that coupled with Pep being tinkerish, I think could absolutely get us embarrassed in champions league, not this round in the later stages, but as for the league, this round. I think we can do all right. Yeah, not this lost. round. It's not, gonna, not dude, we're <laughs> not gonna lose to Godbach. It's not gonna happen. Marco Rose is a genius. Uh, I'm sure he so is. So is Pep, but Pep is a lot of the time way too smart for his own good. Look, I'm sure that he's a genius and all that, but um no, not gonna happen. And, uh, we'll we'll do our Champions League's predictions on an episode and uh You'll know by this what I am favoring because City will lose that round. But uh, yeah, um, no, but but speaking of losing, you got to talk about Arsenal again. Um, Everton with a great result, two-one win against Arsenal. It was a little hairy there for a second. Arsenal actually, you know, gave it their best shot. I feel like. As as it is, is to say, with a game with no Obama Yang and no Gabrielle, this is the best they could have hoped for. I, I did not think they were going to get a point even out of this. The fact they only lost by one is somewhat impressive. Uh, Yeremina grabbed a goal, and uh, Rob Holding also grabbed a goal for Everton. Uh, these own goals, again, kind of ridiculous for Arsenal. But, um, you know, I, th- I thought Pepe actually played pretty well in this one. First time in a while, you can say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I, I honestly think this was – the first half of this game was probably one of Arsenal's best half of soccer that they've had this season. Um, and I honestly think that is directly related to Noah Aubameyang that they were because I feel like when he's there, I feel like he gets too many touches for what he's been capable of this season because it just looked more fluid. Um, and I thought going into halftime, uh, if they didn't allow that Yeri Mina goal, which was super deflating, then I think this could have been two one the other way, but it wasn't. And, uh, but I think this is a step in the right direction for Arsenal until they met City yesterday and got absolutely washed. But uh yeah, um good job Everton with three points and but Arsenal I think is better without the bombing in the lineup or Lacazette for that matter because he sucks. Yeah, Lacazette, I definitely agree with you on that. Aubameyang, um T B D maybe. Maybe. I, I could I could see it. It's one game, though. Um, I think Everton's a good team, though. Well-coached. Uh, very good in the air. 
And when you're missing your your big idiot, although he is an idiot, he is big, Gabriel. Then um, and you gotta rely on David Luis and the Rob Holding. What are you gonna do? Really, like, what are you gonna do? David Luis is a beast, though. Like, I I I get that uh, all the slander and stuff, but I'm not gonna say that because it'll be no. He's an idiot, uh, dude. Like, he's so good. He's no, he's the not. Best Brazilian center back. Ever. He makes so many errors. Like, he's it's the best he Brazilian so center back of all time. So, May, yes, but he is not that same player now. That is that the prime dude. David Luis is is far far in the past. This is a different human, and it's it's sad to see because. I, I, you know, I, I've watched, I've watched, you know, the, the old Chelsea, you know, when he, when he first went to PSG, he, animal, the world cup, like he free kick specialist from center back, absolute beast putting out fires left and right. But that man is not the same person, two different people. Form is temporary. Class is permanent and he is class. So, and father and, time is undefeated. I don't know. Ask Actually, LeBron. No, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's, LeBron's given him a run for his money. Same with Serena Williams. Ronaldo. Um, Ronaldo. All right, yeah. time people just, some people just out. built different. People are built different. David Luiz is not one of those people, though. He can't be looped <laughs> in with those, those legends. Um, Thiago Silva, even, even. He's like, what, 37, and he's the best yeah, one he of the is, best center backs in the league good. right he's now. He's still very good. Yeah. Um, I mean... Speaking of uh, of great center back play, shout out Wesley Fofana. Um, he he's had some stinkers here and there, but against against uh, Tottenham, he really locked up at the back, made some great tackles. They finally get Timothy Castagne back. What do you know? And uh, James Madison and Jamie Vardy with absolute master classes. Um, but uh, I'm just gonna get this out of the way now since this is the game that it's in. Uh, my loser of the week is 100% Serge Aurier. Um, so, so the ball gets played over. Um, I don't know who who on Leicester receives it. I forget, but I think I think it was Fofana. But Serge Aurier comes charging in from behind, edge of the penalty box. Not like dangerous at all, really especially given that it's at a center back's feet. And he basically tries to take his head off. He, he tries to Brian Dawkins him, com- just a complete shoulder check. It's a penalty, no-brainer. And um, that was just indicative of, of Spurs. They were, they were just not good on the day. Leicester deserved the three points. They got the three points. Um, what do you think about Mourinho and uh, Serge Aurier in particular? Well, uh, Mourinho was spot on because if uh, you've seen, I know you have, but uh, for those listening, if you have seen the uh, All or Nothing Spurs quote Jose Mourinho Mm -hmm. to Aria, I like you, but I don't want to play you because you are capable of giving a shit penalty. He knows. He is a genius. (laughs) Wow. He's a genius. That game, he actually gave away a penalty too. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, But... (laughs) Just, yeah, this is more evidence to my uh, claim earlier that Spurs are Spurs. Um, They, I think they have a tough game next week, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they have Wolves. who have been playing like shit, Mm -hmm. but 
have gotten points. So yeah, we'll uh we'll see. I mean, that's gonna that's that's two teams that love to sit back. So that'll be a real uh real thumper there. But uh, yeah, good good ups on a uh, Lester. You know, they came at them. They did what they needed to do. Uh, like you said, James Madison, great game. One of the best creators in the league at the moment. Uh, he's just so important to what Lester able to do. And they're much better with him line. Cause I know he was earlier in the season. He was struggling a little bit with some niggles and injuries, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but here's the big thing though. Uh, Lester have a very important game on boxing day for second place in the premier league against yes, United. They do. Yes, they Jamie do. Vardy came off injured in this game. Yes, he did. So, storyline to watch. Harvey watch Barnes that space. Get the start if he if he needs to. Yeah, yeah. All right. uh, He's we'll all see. right. Well, it might be in Acho though. If United fall asleep for the first twenty minutes, which they inevitably will, Harvey Barnes has the pace to get in behind and nick one early. Speaking of. Yeah, take it away. Just minutes. take it away, dude. Uh, like, hey, hats off to yeah. you guys. Just that go. Is exactly what exactly what United did not do. Um, you said you're a loser of the week uh, earlier. I'll say mine. Leeds, you waited 16 years for this matchup. <laughs> you waited 16 years for this matchup, only to get absolutely mollywopped. Scott McTominay. Fastest brace ever in the history of the Premier League. Uh, two goals, three minutes. Box to box extraordinaire. Scottio de Mixos Busquets. He is insane. Uh, you know, everyone got on the score sheet today. Bruno, usual, got his two goals and an assist. Um, Lindelof got on there. Martial was the highest rated player in the Premier League this week. Um, absolute absolute domination by United from minute one to minute 90. They were trying to score 10 on them. And, uh, but lead point of view, Stuart Dallas had a really good goal. Um, he did in garbage time. De Gea yeah. almost kept it out, but, uh, you know, really good goal. Um, but yeah, uh, this, I said this a couple podcasts ago, Bielsa. Yeah. He's a, he's a decent coach manager, whatever, but, it's only a plan A. There's no such thing as a plan B with this guy. And that hurt them in this game because they pressed five. United beat the press almost every time. And then it was counterattack six on five. So it just if they want to be competitive in the Premier League and not just stay up year after year, he needs to he needs to swallow his pride a little bit. Maybe uh Maybe drink out of that Manchester United coffee cup some more while he's down six <laughs> one. Uh, but yeah, it's you know they weren't going to win this game no matter what. So what am I saying? But um, yeah, they definitely need a plan B. But United, hottest team in England, hottest team in Europe. You just can't stop all these champagne reds at the moment. You don't want to see him. You don't want to see him on the schedule a month out from now. Title charges on. Uh, we move see um i don't i i i still i still disagree with you about bielsa despite despite this result because um i think that this will level out over the course of the season 
they're going to get embarrassed a few more times. But like the Newcastle result, they're going to embarrass teams a few more times. Um, it's going to be a mixed bag. And on aggregate, that's going to be enough to get them comfortably not relegated. And uh, yeah. my take might not come true, but uh, but they will stay up and they will build on this. And um, the main issues, I think, is their fullbacks. Their, their whole backline depth is shit because Luke Ayling started as center back for this game. That's... That's just going to be disastrous. He's already a shaky right back to begin with. To put him in the middle is just problems. Alioski's like five foot two. Don't want to have that in your back line. Got sat down by Marcus Rashford. It was absolutely disgusting. Um, Patrick Bamford. If Leeds had a better striker, they would score so many more goals because this game. You know, still being fair to United could have been like ten to five, yeah. Because Leeds had chance chances, many chances. They just could not put any of them away. So um, I think you know they keep building money. They're going to get a large profit margin this season, and um, they need to reinvest that into the squad. They need to they need to clear out some of the old names, help them get get up from the championship. God bless them, but you got to go. Um, you know, freshen up this locker room with some real Premier League talent. And uh, I hope Marcelo stays on because after years of building this, you know, you know, you got to take steps. You got to take steps. I think Leeds can go back to being a top team, but it, it's going to take commitment from Marcelo and, and from the owners to, to really build on this project. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hit you with a hot take, like an extreme, hot like boiling hot, like put your boiling oven on. Uh, Don't say it. I'm going to say it because, and you can even put this in the bio for the episode, the headline, like scorching hot take, whatever, but Arsenal will finish above Leeds. Oh my God. That is absolutely ridiculous. Quote it, put put it on my gravestone. Arsenal, Arsenal football club will finish the 2021 season over Leeds Mm -hmm. United. No, no, no. I don't know. It could be like 15, 14, but look at this table right now. They're separated by three points and yeah. arsenal have played undoubtedly the worst they've played in 20 years yeah and and leads you know they they've got their embarrassments but they also have their their thrashing of other oppositions and when you look at the table there's a few teams that i'm like yo leads are just absolutely gonna take it to these guys and they're gonna beat them down the relegation fodder brighton burnley even arsenal and and when you think about Arsenal, I'm like, can they even comfortably beat Sheffield? I have no idea. I think that would be a great game, hotly contested. And now that is just I, ridiculous. I think Marcelo Marcelo is a real manager, and he is hard headed because he believes in what he believes, and that's what's got him to where he is. And he's going to fall on his sword no matter what. Arteta, on the other hand. Was talking about percentages and basketball, and everybody's looking at him like he has three fucking heads. He sounds like an idiot. Like, yeah. how do you have any faith in Arsenal? That's uh, come we, on, dude. We had three percent chance last week. Burnley, Sheffield United. Like, what the hell is that? Three percent chance to do Jesus, what? <laughs> sounds like an idiot. Absolute, absolutely lost. Quick math, another vibe. God. But uh, no, yeah, they, they definitely finish above them. But carry on. No, no. No, but but anyway, speaking of absolutely lost, um, West Bromwich Albion, 
harshly fired Billich to the fans this May, and they uh, they appointed relegation specialist, special agent Sam Allardyce. Um, and his first result was not a good one. Jake Livermore tried to fucking take out who, whose ankle was it? Grealish. He tried to take out Grealish's ankle. That it, that bastard. He, he should be suspended for ten games just because of trying to take out that that wonderful wonderful player. And uh, it was just an ugly ass challenge, you know. And um, Aston Villa dominated the game because of that. A uh, really wonderful goal from Bertrand Traore. El Ghazi had a good game. Grealish had a great game. Ali Watkins missed some chances, but uh, the other attackers more than made up for it. Louise and McGinn played their bastardly brand of football. Matty Cash put in another shift. And uh, West Brom looking like not even special agent Sam can save him from relegation. Yeah, I think uh, Billich might have had a chance, though. If they kept them, idiots. Uh, idiots. But yeah, uh, horror tackle by Livermore. Um, just how dare, how dare he come after Jackie boy? But um, yeah, Villa obviously deserved this win. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, not much to it. Kind of, I think we kind of predicted this, you know? Yeah. Even without the red card, I think they were going to win, but. Just yes, three uh, nil on the first result. Right after one one with City is not mm, good. Not no. good. No, no, no. So uh, yeah, that's that, that was it. <laughs> All right, uh, another not good result though. Um, I mean, sheesh, Bur- Burnley, Burnley one two one, but but at what cost? Because uh, Robbie Brady and Dwight McNeil, two of I'm the, they're two of their best attackers, just straight up. The only people that can actually create with the ball at their feet went down in this game, so that fucking sucks. But um, luckily, they got their two goals before that. Um, you know, one was just bounced around in the box for a while. They nicked it. The other one was a header that was hung up to just go get, and Ashley Barnes smashed it down. Fabio Silva finally scored a penalty, so... That's good for him, but uh, Burnley, they they Burnley this game. They uh, they're three points out of the relegation fight, but if McNeil and Brady are out for an extended period of time, that's gonna blow. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, McNeil, if yeah, like you said, those two, if they're out, uh, so are Burnley. Uh, they're they're nothing without them. Uh, but you know, Burnley have, I forget the exact number, but in their last seven games, I think they've picked up, uh, what are it, 12 points, something like that, like a really good return for them. And, um, we talked about this a couple of times or a couple episodes ago, but Burnley are no matter what you give Sam something, literally anything, give him fucking high schoolers out there. He'll find a way to finish lower mid table and stay up. And um, that's what they're going to do again. This was a huge result for them. They got a, they're definitely sad losing those two, but we'll see. Um, Hopefully, like I said, they're not out for too long. Burnley has to be happy with this. And uh, Wolves kind of have to be pissed. This is a game they should have won. Um, 
dropped three points. And for a team that has Europa League and not, I guess, not even to say Champions League, but for a team that definitely had Europa League aspirations, not good losing to Burnley like that if you want to be in that conversation for, for realsies. So, uh, yeah, not good. Yeah, it, it isn't good, but to that point, at this point in the season, right now, they have more points this year than they had the last two years, believe it or not. So this is somewhat characteristic of Wolves, I guess, but, but still, they do have to turn it around. But uh, history says they will turn it around, so let's, uh, let's see. Let's see where they go. Um, Chelsea beat West Ham 3-0. David Moyes and zonal marking did not work yet again. Uh, any anything to add? Um, honestly, the scoreline flatters Chelsea. Like I don't think they played that much better than West Ham. To be honest, Watching it was hairy it. there for a little bit, but uh, I think it's, after the subs came on, it it kind of kind of opened up a little bit for them. I just think three nothing is two nothing. Two one, one nothing. Like not three nothing looks like a blowout to me. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't think this game was that by any stretch, but definitely deserved to win. But yeah. All right. Um so so that does it for the for the games that, that we called last week. Um we did all right, you know, of course we had Arsenal losing twice because I mean, you know, dropping points twice because that's what they do. Uh, table right now looks very interesting. Liverpool in first, Leicester second, Man United in third after everybody was coming for Ollie's head like not even two weeks ago. Ridiculous. You can't beat them. You can't beat them. You can't. Everton's up in the Champions League spot. Chelsea's down to fifth. Spurs in sixth. Uh, it, it's so tight. It's so amazing. Uh, Boxing Day games coming up, big games for everybody all around. But before we get to those games, um, who 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 won the week? Who won the week for you? Because we got our losers out of the way. Yeah, uh, loser leads. I think uh, I'm going to stick within the same game. I think the winner of this week was uh, Manchester United, and just because people kind of gave them no shot going into it. Everyone was like, yeah, it'll be tight, but I could definitely see Leeds winning, all that yada yada. And they came out and dominated. And the big thing, I definitely know this won't ever happen for like another 10 games because that's how United are. They played 90 minutes of soccer. And uh, first time they've done that all year. And it's crazy what happens when they play for 90 minutes. So I just think that's... I think they should pat themselves on the back for that one. And a great job. Ollie's at the wheel. How good does it feel? It, it must feel pretty good right now, considering you guys are in touching distance of the title. Even Roy Keane believes. Even with a game Keane in hand, believes. even. With a game in hand. hand. With a Come game on. in hand. Um, my winner, my winner of the week goes to a loser, believe it or not. But he has a winning mentality, and that's why I'm going to give it to him this week. I'm going to give it to Jose Mourinho. He is my winner of the week for nothing else 
but staying true to himself, being Jose Mourinho, insisting that the better team lost twice. Um, I love it. I love the shithousery. Um, I, I, I just, I just love the man. I, I can't because you know, Pep would make excuses. Klopp would say something about what time of day he played. Ali would would smile at the cameras and wave. But Mourinho, he sticks to his guns all the time, and and I just, you know, he he wins the week for that. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, that that's my winner. Un, un, unconventional winner, but but he's a winner. As for as for the Americans. The other Americans, uh, some a mixed bag to be honest. Tyler Adams was one of the better players on the field in a dropped points result to Cole. No, d- don't shake your head. He was. He was. I hate. I, I, he is my least favorite American soccer player. Uh, it's because he. It's because he sent you guys packing the Thursday game. Because he never should have been able to come on in that Champions League game. Because the guy he got subbed on for had a red card. So I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Ridiculous. I'm sure ridiculous. that's how you feel. Speaking of red cards, um, Weston McKinney, you know, keeps starting for Juventus. He was involved in a 4-0 win, and then he was involved in a 3-0 loss. His buddy Juan Cuadrado gets an early red card on a boneheaded tackle. And then Frank Ribery, the ageless wonder, leads Fiorentina to, uh, you might have thought they won the Scudetto from how they celebrated, but um, (laughs) they beat Juventus 3-0. It was bad. It was bad. But um, obviously, the highlight of the Americans this week was Serginho Dest uh, being involved in Messi beating Pele's record for um, most clubs scored by a single player for a single club. What an achievement. He didn't have an assist on his goal. His assist was Martin Brathwaite. But uh, be able to get that fuck involved and uh, just get it to happen for somebody who's really is ridiculous for him to be starting at a club like Barcelona. It's crazy. It it's is. Crazy. This guy I mean, is it, one hell of a salesman. Like how? Whoever his agent is, and he's wearing the nine shirt that <laughs> he has a great agent. The, Excellent the, agent. The best part about him is that when all this messy saga was going on, Messi's gone, Messi's leaving. He went to the Barcelona board and said, when Messi goes, can I have <laughs> Let 10? me get that 10. Let me get that 10 chair, baby. So if anything, this guy oh. has cojones. Yeah. But, wow. This all time. I'll tell my kids about that meeting. Oh, oh and also, we had, a, we had a USA derby as well. Barcelona played Valencia. Yunus Musa went off hurt, though. That stinks. Hopefully, he's all right. He said he's good, though. He said, he said he's good. He's good? So all he's right. all right. Feels fine. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Oh, and uh, Owen getting a start. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, starting a loss, and he had a he had a bad yellow card. Coulda coulda been a red if Far was feeling frisky, because you know how they do. Yeah. But gotta you know, I you know you got you like the fight nonetheless. You know. Oh yeah. If you don't get a yellow card, are you really trying? That's probably yeah. Arsenal's mantra. So don't think Gabriel's you are. Don't think you are. I'll get two. I'm really, really trying. Mm. Oh, um, by the way, um, I called this uh, cup ties, you know, EFL Cup today. Harry Kane starting. Deli Ali starting. It's not surprising. But Hoiberg's in, Dyer's in, Doherty's in, and Ugo's in. So I think Spurs are looking to get their form back today. 
So that would be good. Hopefully that'll be good. Hopefully. Um, but, uh, all right. So that those are the Americans this week. Now we got our next day of premier league games is December 26th. Um, First, first game, probably the marquee game of the of the Boxing Day matches. Um, number two, Leicester takes on number three, Manchester United, with a game in hand. If Manchester United win this game, they would move to twenty nine points with a game in hand. And if Liverpool lose a game and United win a game in hand. They're first in the Premier League. What the fuck is going on? Wait, wait, dude, the pressure's on, baby. Shut it down. Shut it down. Get the What's ribbons happening? out of the cupboard. Get the ribbons oh, out of the cupboard. Yo. It's, it's coming home. It's coming home. The first oh one God. since Fergie. United win this game. Holy shit. One. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, um, I'm certainly inclined to agree with you because history t- shows that you guys like to give Lester a good pumping every now and again. And most importantly, you like to get the three points. And if, if Jamie Vardy is out, then I think this is, this is tailor made for you guys to get the three points. Um, I think Lester could score early, but nonetheless, you guys will wake up and uh, you'll, you'll, Oh my gosh, this is a huge game. You guys better not. You guys better not Manchester United this, but especially because if Jamie Vardy was healthy, I think my prediction's different. But if he's not, then I think three points United. Glory, 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 Man United. Um, a less, a less glamorous tie. <laughs> Aston Villa takes on Crystal Palace. Um. Uh, Aston Villa sit ninth on 22. Palace sit 13th on 18 because that's how tight this table is. It is, wow, ridiculous. Um, you know, Aston Villa is definitely the better team. And uh, I think I think their fullbacks and target and cash, they're, they're well-equipped to deal with the, the wingers that they got. Tyrone Mings is physical and he can move. He'll be able to deal with Zaha, Benteke, whoever they throw up there. And um, I think Aston Villa will be able to get the three points in this game. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think a uh, low scoring affair is on the cards. Um, but I do see Villa walking out of here with a W. So three points to Villa. Yeah, definitely, definitely low scoring as well. Now that you say it, because um, less than two and a half goals, seven out of eight of their last meeting, so it's probably a good play as well. Um, next game, Fulham takes on Southampton. Um, Fulham has been doing all right. Red card, you know, got them a draw on Newcastle, but Southampton is is just the better team, and. For that reason, they're gonna they're gonna win this game. Fulham win. Fulham win. Fulham win. They are not going down, and uh, they're not going down. This this is a defining moment in Fulham season. This game, 
and they win. Wow. That, uh, that is certainly bold. That is certainly bold. Um, I, I, I need to check the odds on this because, you know, when there's a prediction that bold, you know, you need Full to, you need to see how much it, you need to see how, yeah. Oh my God. He said, get the, get the ribbons out. Now Fulham is having a defining moment in a not getting relegated season. Arsenal finishing above Leeds. Arsenal finishing above Leeds. So yeah. Oh, Fulham's only plus two fifteen. So they're, they're, they're either playing. the books, either the books or the people agree with you. Um, I mean, I don't know. There, there are definitely worse teams on form. They've only yes. lost one in their last five. Yes. So right. I right. think they're pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, next game on the weekend, London Derby, red versus blue. And um, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be blue, bro. Oh my God. Dude. Arsenal about to get pumped right here. This is going to be embarrassing. I think Chelsea might make it ugly because, uh, you know, they, they might not be uh they might not be doing that great. Their attackers might be having a rough go of it, but yeah. Um, no, Arsenal is just going to get fucked. Uh, uh, this game's going to be a draw. Wow. It's, Chelsea are... N- Chelsea are not firing right now. Uh, they're getting wins, but they're just barely getting them, kind of. I think West Ham is a blip in their current form. And like you even said, the scoreline didn't really favor or favored them a little too much. But I think Arsenal need it more than Chelsea does. And I think they know they need it more than Chelsea does. And I think they will be more than happy with a nil-nil or a one-one. And uh, I think that's what they're going to play for. And I think that's what it's going to be. Nah, man. I think I think Pool Six is going to take take Bellerin to town. Probably draw a pen or something. You know. Well, Reece James is going to have a good time. Yeah, Frank's going to play Pool Six on the right as usual. Because he's having been all have a good time on Garen Tierney. It don't matter. I, I, I just Frank's day. Frank's gonna act like he knows what he's doing, scream at people from the touchline, and they're gonna draw. And then in his press post game press conference, oh, Arsenal, you know, uh, they're, they're a better side than people give him credit for. I'm like, no, no, uh, they're not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what he's gonna say after they draw because he's all gonna right. be all over the news, and Arsenal Twitter is going to have a field day with it. So Arsenal, Chelsea, share the spoils, one point each. Put it in the books. All right, put it in the books. Um, I, you know, I wholeheartedly disagree, but um, <laughs> that, that's 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 why we call these games. Um, next game on the weekend, though, Manchester City takes on Newcastle United. Steve Bruce and his and his valiant crew, led by Callum Wilson, on the field. Um, in 2019, they tied us 2-2. That was crazy. John Joe Shelby had an absolute masterclass, and uh, that's not going to happen this time. That's that's not going to happen. We're not going to do it two times in a row. That's not what we do. Um, 
when we fuck up, we usually recover the next game. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna beat these guys down because we fucked up earlier in the week, and uh, I feel like thrashing Arsenal was indicative of that. We're gonna we're gonna really start scoring goals. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but I think we're gonna have a nice nice bit of form here. Yeah, City City will win this one or should win this one pretty comfortably, and that's what I have them uh, doing because I mean. They can't screw up two weeks in a row in the Premier League, right? They shouldn't. They, I mean, you know, they they haven't they haven't before. So let's, so, yeah. History. So I wouldn't call drawing United a screw up. You know, I, I, you guys are better than that. Oh no, no, I mean uh, drawing West Brom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But two draws in a row, so you know uh, you gotta gotta get a win after. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he just beat Southampton. Oh no, yeah, City are fine. City yeah. will win. City will win. What I mean, right. thinking. Um, next game on the weekend. Oh god, Sheffield United. Chris Wilder and a sad bunch of men without John Lundstrom because he made a ridiculous tackle, got himself a red card. Somehow they drew that game, but uh, still, um, they take on Everton. Tough bid, tough bid, Sheffield. Uh, I think this is this is not the week that they're going to reclaim any type of form. They're going to lose again. What game is this? Sheffield, Sheffield versus oh Everton. Yeah, um, they definitely lose. I think it'll be close, though. I think it'll be like a two-one. Yeah, but, uh, they definitely they definitely lose. Could be close, but uh, it could be ugly because because they're very bad. Um, next game on the weekend. Leeds take on Burnley, and Leeds are gonna they're gonna absolutely destroy Burnley. They're just gonna. This is one of those teams that I look at, and Leeds are just gonna go at them. Burnley's gonna have nothing that they can do about it, and they get three points. Might get ugly. Um, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. Oh my god! Anyone who listens this regularly knows my disdain for Leeds. And that disdain will continue. This is a draw. Wow. 1-1. One, one. Burnley are doing pretty well for themselves right now. Leeds are coming off of absolute drumming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, is going to be all super one-sided. Though. Super one-sided, don't get me wrong, but it, they're not going to do anything with it because, as we spoke about, they have Patrick Bamford at striker. So, um, yeah, one one. Damn, that is that's bold as well. But Birdly could Birdly. I think if it's a draw, I think it'll be scoreless. Though I, I don't think, unless Burnley score first, maybe I, I don't that's know. If, Le- if Leeds score first, I think the game's absolutely just over. Yeah, I agree with that. But I do think uh, I think Burnley will nip a corner like their only corner of the game will yeah. score from or something they could they are very bad from set piece I thought, oh maybe that's the plan they just chuck it downfield first play hope it nicks <laughs> off somebody get a header <laughs> in the second minute and then just park the the fuck out of the bus 10 men behind the ball at all times love it love it um what i don't love though is brighton and their front three um still not a bad team uh, you know, not that win percentages mean anything, as we know. 
but their expected points is a lot higher than what they've been getting. And that's, that's mostly based on, you know, big chances created. Cause you know, that's, that's where the XG comes from and Brighton, you know, they do not score their big chances. Their front three is shit and they're playing West Ham who they score their chances for the most part. They're good on set piece. They're good defensively. And because, you know, those two big boys that we talked about last week, you know, Rice and Suchek, um, are, do, you, do you really think Maupai, uh, Danny Welbeck, Aaron Connolly, you know, anybody they can put up there, the, the Belgium guy, uh, Trussard, I, I'm not scared of that if, if, I, if I'm West Ham, right? No, not at all. Not at all. It's the end product of Brighton's terrible. It's garbage, and mm. that's why they're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Explains that you can't score, you can't win, and they cannot score. Yeah, they cannot score. They cannot score, and they will not win. Um, next game, though, Liverpool's taking on West Brom. Oof, that's tough, West Brom. You just lost three out Aston Villa, and I don't think it's going to look any different for Liverpool. I think – uh I think they're going to lay at least three on them, possibly more. West Brom going to continue their shit form after firing Billich and lose badly. Um, yeah. Yeah, Liverpool beat them down. All right. Um, next game is Spurs versus Wolves. I don't know why, because I said I think Spurs are going to bounce back. But um, I think they'll tie. I think they'll tie this game. I don't know. I, I just I just feel a tie. But I do too. Right. I do too. Right. I do too. Good. I'm glad that I wasn't going to say something outlandish again. But uh, I'm definitely feeling a draw on this one. Um, yeah. All right, next game on the weekend. Crystal uh, Palace. What's up? But before we get into next week, just a little uh, information on the U.S. that just came up. Oh. There's an, a, according to reports, the U.S. men's national team have set their sight on convincing Arsenal and England U-20 striker Volerin Balugan to represent them in an, internationally. The 19-year-old was born in New York and is eligible to represent the red, white, and blue. More Greg uh, dual national recruiting. Uh, huge because this kid's a beast. He's Arsenal's best academy prospect. And, uh, yeah, but I was – Oh, um, yeah. He is um, – hopefully, you know, Mikel maybe gives him a chance. Love yeah. to do that. Love to see it. But – uh. I don't know if I have that much faith in that man, but um, you know, I, you still love to see the USA, you know, producing all this talent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, next game on the weekend. So this is presuming that United beats Leicester, and Crystal Palace also loses to Villa. Got a little loser leaves town game. Crystal Palace versus Leicester City. And uh, I think Roy Hutchin and his men are, are set to leave town. Uh, 
Yeah, Lester win this game. Lester, Lester do their do their thing. Vardy, will, if he's not healthy by this weekend, I think he'll be good for that one. Uh, and if, especially if he is, it's game set match. All right. Um, next game is Chelsea taking on Aston Villa in Stamford Bridge. Um, this should this should be a good game. I, I could see it going either way, and um, for that reason, I'm I'm gonna take I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna take Aston Villa plus one and a half goals. You know, I I could see them drawing or winning, but just to keep it safe, I'm gonna have them covering a goal. Yeah. Uh, um, I see Chelsea winning this one, but I think it'll be close. And like you said, I think it can. Any result in this game wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah. Uh, next game for, for City, though, it's a tough one. Everton taking them on at home. There's fans back in the building. Um, Man City, though, hopefully they're finding a bit of form. But Richarlison is the type of player who can hurt us, not necessarily clinically, but in terms of getting in behind our asshole-esque fullbacks. Um, hashtag Kyle Walker. Yeah, hashtag Kyle Walker. But hopefully, hopefully, um, Everton starts Yeremina. He he's prone to do a dumb shit or two, and um, with us playing in the box so much, which we will do, we're gonna dominate. You know, possession in this game. It, it's Everton's all right, but they're not that good. Um, and I think he's gonna do a dumb shit, and we're gonna get get three points. Yeah, um, I think a big thing in this game, you spoke about having uh, fans in the building. Uh, I think it, this game for Everton really hinges on if another guy is in the building and uh, if it's James. Because if you don't have all your creative players available against City, it's probably not going to end too well because you know they're almost good for a goal every time they go out. And James creates most of their chances. So uh, I think, I don't think he'll be good for, ready for this game, but I'm not sure. So, uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, th- I think he's there, they win. He's not there, they lose. All right. Yeah. That's, that's a fair take, uh, you know, hinging it on an injury of a, of a star player. That's, that's fair. Um, next game on the weekend though. Now this is a real loser leaves town game. Like I said it kind of jokingly before, because Leicester's so you know at the top of the table. But um, Arsenal versus Brighton. Um, if Fulham is able to get their win, like you said they will, then this could be relegation trouble for Brighton. Uh, for that reason, I'm going with a draw here. I do not think Brighton are good enough, but I also do not think Arsenal are good enough. There's the battle of the shit up front, the non-clinical um, attackers, and uh, it's going to be a draw in this game. Might be a score draw, but still a draw. Brighton versus Arsenal. Um, I'm going to base this off of my last pick. Uh, I think Arsenal get a win. Wow. I think they get a win. I mean... 
not, and I'm not saying they're going to deserve a win. Not saying they're going to dominate, but Brighton will inevitably shoot themselves in the foot by missing an easy chance, and it will cost them three points. Um, Yeah, I definitely see that. And I think Arsenal has enough talent deep down inside of those players. If they can just find a little bit of it, they're a team that's 100% talented enough to beat this Brighton team, even though it's hard to say with a straight face. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, see, that's where that's where I disagree with you, that they have enough talent. Um, on paper. I think they don't, on paper. Oh, yeah, Bob Yang makes 400K a week. He has to be able to do something, right? No, but he's not good. Yeah, I know. But he's... But he... He's better than anything on Brighton. Yes. But Pepe is that's not saying much. Yeah. Like, Martinelli is better not than good. anything on Brighton. Yeah, but I don't, you don't have to be good to beat a team that you're better than. Yeah. Dude, Arsenal are just bad. I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll see what happens with this one. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm all out on Arsenal. I'm all out on Arteta. I think um, Arsenal is going to harshly sack them. Uh, probably sometime after New Year's. Um, honestly, if he loses this game, I could see it happening. Um, and then he's going to come back to City and be our cone boy again. And that's fine because that's where he belongs. He belongs in Manchester with us. Maybe that's and I believe he'll make us even better. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Pep lost, lost we, got, we got worse because we lost him. But at the same time, this Arsenal job's too big for him. It's a, it's a big job, man. Like It's not a great squad. Um, you seem to have relatively limited transfer funds relative to the size of the club. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's a tough job. You know, you look at Unai longest unbeaten run in Villarreal's history. So beast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gotta be the players at this point. I should have gave him more time. Should have given him more more time. But uh, I think if you know this continues, you can't really give Arteta more time because you know you gotta yeah get the results at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, it's about. Um, but he ooh. will. But he will. <laughs> but he will, or so you say. Um, Burnley takes on Sheffield. Shit show. Shit game. Um, you know, depending on Burnley's injuries. Ugh. But Sheffield's still going to have more of the ball. Uh, mm, I think because this game is winnable for both, they will draw. And Sheffield gets a third point on the season, but still does not get that first elusive W. Uh, Sheffield do get their win this week. Wow. Um. And it's going to be an ugly one, an absolutely disgusting match. So um, I will not be watching this. No, definitely not. I will. Anyone can find something better to do with their time than watch this. Even if you're a Sheffield fan or a Burnley fan. No. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a, it's going to be a shit game. Yeah. So, but I think Sheffield um, get her done. And it's another hot take. Um, 
Next game on the weekend, though, this should be a good game. Southampton versus West Ham United. Two contrasting styles. West Ham likes to play on the break a lot, like to ping those crosses in, get on those set pieces. Uh, they, they, the midfielders really sit in and defend, similarly to Ward-Prowse and Romeo. But I think Suchek and uh, Rice are definitely the more physical of the two. And for that reason, Southampton's going to have a tough go of it. I, I'm going to take West Ham on the double chance because whether or not they can nick a goal or nick several goals to, to be able to win this game, I, I don't know. I don't trust them that much. But getting a point out of it, I think, is definitely doable for West Ham. Yeah, I, I see a draw on this one. Um, just kind of, like you said, they play into each other's hands a little bit. And uh, you know, stalemate will be a fair result for these two. All right. Um, oh, God, this is tough. Agent Sam and West Bromwich Albion take on Marcelo Bielsa and Leeds United. And uh, let me tell you, oh, my God, I swear to God, if you pick West Brom, um, well, I think Leeds are going to absolutely dominate these guys because West Brom is not talented. Leeds is not ready to be a competitive big club, but they're certainly way more talented than their promotion buddies. And they're just absolutely going to pump them, pump them good. And uh, that's my, that's my prediction. They're going to, they're going to get those three points easy. Uh, I don't think easy was a good word. Um, This is going to be a dog fight. Uh, But I have to go with Leeds because if, if if Bielsa can't get this done, all the harsh words, all the no plan Bs, all the run and pray merchant things I've been talking about with them are so true, and I will never pick them to get a point the rest of the season. Uh, but, yeah, so Leeds, scrape by and win this one. Wow. Championship, but whatever. Um. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I really cannot see that happening, but um, no, they God bless win. you. They God win. bless you if you're going to take that. They win like 2 nothing, something like two, that. Like, all right, 2 nothing's fair. I thought but, you meant like 1-0 in the 90th, uh, like a 2-1. Oh, no, no. It's tied the whole game. Like they just miss so many chances and like yeah. okay. just get two goals. But like it's like, damn, like that should have – like you guys should have been better. All right. Yeah, like you fucked it kind of. But they win. All right. All right. Um, next game on the weekend, though, Manchester United taking Wolverhampton Wanderers, or or as I like to call them, a real thorn in your guys' side since they've been promoted. They, they're liable to nick a draw off you guys, and that's what they're going to do. You guys are going to drop points because this is not going to be as big a game as before. You might be sitting pretty in first. And... um. You're going to tie to Wolves. It might be a score draw, but it's it's going to be points dropped nonetheless. Yeah, uh, I hate to say it, but you're so wrong. <laughs> um, the, the title charge is on until uh. until it's not, and you don't you don't bring home number twenty one by losing the team's name Wolverhampton. So. Uh, 
Ali and his boys start terribly as they usually do, but Bruno Fernandez just proves why he's the best player in the world right now. Another hot take. And uh, yeah, they win. They win like 2 1, something like that. But they go down wow. first. All right. Um, I, I could I could definitely see a comeback action for them, but you know, Wolves got Wolves are getting healthier. They got Ruben back, I I Nori, not Nevish. Um and you know, I, I think they I think their back five is gonna give you guys problems, especially if Ali tries to meet it with a back five, which which he might do. He might do. He's liable to do it. It's, he is. No. All right, all right. Um, set match. Game hasn't even been over, but Wolves are chalking it down as an L. Wow, chalking it down as an L. The shameless confidence of somebody in touching distance of the Premier League yet has been knocked out of the Champions League this this month. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, Who cares? I love past. it. Who cares? In the past. We we'll um, just get an extra day of rest because Thursdays don't matter. We're going to send the Thursdays kids. Thursdays don't beat matter. Send the kids to beat Arsenal. That's great. Arsenal actually might get knocked out of the Europa League first round, dude. I think they should. Like, they all should. jokes aside, 100%, they should lose every other competition they're in. Maybe not the FA Cup. That's an important one. The Europa League, they're knocked out of the EFL Cup, so one job done, but they need to focus on the league. And the more rest yeah. they get, the better. I mean, yeah, the more, the more rest they get, the better. I, I mean, hey, if you guys actually don't play a full strength squad in Europa League. I think you guys are going round one because I think that's a that's a bit of a goal for for Real Sociedad. And if they put out their team, their good team, which they have been doing on Europa League, so I think that team is going to just smoke United's kids if that's what Ali chooses to do. It's, you come out of Carrington, you're you're of a different gravy. They don't get smoked. They they move on. It's, it's how it is. The kids will. David Silva loves to pump some Carrington grads. You know that he uh, does. Yeah, but now he's playing in the in the week week of weekends of Spain out over there. No, he's playing. He, he's he's turned Christian Porto and Orjabal. However, you say that in the William Jose. Actually, no. There's a Carrington graduate on 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 um on Real Sociedad. I forget his name. Who am I talking about? Tell me who I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but you know, you gotta tell me who I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, I, I can check. He's he's like 25 now. When he was on United, he was like a kid. So that's how I know he was. Carrington oh, grad. Don John Uzai. Yes, him, 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 him. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I honestly I forgot what team we're talking about, and then I remember he did an interview with the United podcast, like right after the draw. And they brought him there on we and go. talk to him for an there hour. There we go. There we go. That's that's who. And that's who's going to score against you guys, give you guys the business. David Silva, turning him into a productive guy. Really no idea. But, um, yeah, you're going to knock you guys out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, those are genuine laughs. Benfica's Benfica's gonna knock Arsenal out too. Like I'm, yeah, but they're actually a good team. Throwing shots. Um, Benfica's actually a good team. Yeah, but if you guys play the kids and they play the adults, 
different you're insane, I'm afraid. You're, in, you're insane. I'm afraid. <laughs> All right. Um, so to round out the New Year's, um, we have Tottenham and Fulham, the old year, Tottenham and Fulham, and then Newcastle and Liverpool. I, I think both of these are very sh- – no, 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 no. Tottenham's going to win and Liverpool's going to – they're going to lose. Newcastle is going to pick up points. Steve, Steve Bruce is going to nick a 1-0. I fucking – dude, I feel it. Liverpool's going to close out the new year because – because it's the dreaded Wednesday 3 p.m. kickoff. So Klopp is going to have a problem about it. Don't know why. It's actually the later of the two. So, um, yeah, I just feel Newcastle getting a win here. Spurs draw Fulham. Let's get that straight. Wow. Um, and then okay. Liverpool absolutely smash Newcastle. No. No. Um, no. No. Because out of those four teams, power rankings is easily Liverpool, Spurs, Fulham, 20 feet of shit, Newcastle. I disagree with that. I think Newcastle, are, are, they're better on points. They're better on form. They, they were unlucky to not get the three points because they were, they were in on goal and there was a professional last man. Um, that's why they got the red. So I feel like Newcastle is definitely the better team on the day. And um, I think they're due. I think they're due for a surprise. Newcastle have a few of these every year. Not a few, maybe like one or two. And I think this is going to be it. All right, speechless. Okay. He's, he's okay. speechless. He's no, speechless. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Absolutely speechless. It's cool. cool. Absolutely speechless at these piping hot takes that we're dishing out here. Ice um, cold. Ice cold takes, some may say. But – that does it for the year. That is that is the whole year of soccer. Um, we might do a team of the year. We might do our own team of the year. We could do that. Um, but any anything else? Anything else you doing for the holidays? Anything else going on in the life of Fahey? The sports life? The Mets? The Bucks? Opening night of the NBA? It's back. It is back. It is back. Should we should we do a quick little pick? Let's do a quick little NBA thing. Let's go on a NBA tangent. Fuck it. Let's do it. All right. right. I just want to say quickly first, though, uh, the Nets looked absolutely amazing last night. Um, They look for real, for real. Not only did Kevin Durant look good, Kyrie looked really good, and Kevin Durant didn't mind letting him do his thing because he was clearly hot. Um, But what I noticed more than anything was the defense they played. They were cutting, passing lane getting the hands on the ball, absolutely sprinting on the break. And uh, I think everybody in the East was put on notice last night because I know the, the Warriors, their starting five is dog shit. I kind of feel bad for Steph. But uh, that, that was impressive nonetheless by them. It also, was. It really congrats was. Congrats to the Clippers for opening night championships. You guys took that super-duper seriously, so hats off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's scary how the Nets have just a bunch of absolute scores everywhere. They're just crazy deep, and yeah. they're, they're a problem. They are on a problem. They oh, are right. an absolute problem. And uh, big and, slate of games tonight. Oh yeah, big slate of games. Uh, the Bucks probably marquee game taking on the Celtics game one. I think you guys will win, but uh, what do you think? Bucks win. Yeah, Giannis thirty and twenty, and so Reg- regular season Giannis, you know he's he, the he's best player in the world. Exactly, 
That's nothing else you can say. Um, my guys, the Philadelphia 76ers, take a much improved Wizards team, in my opinion. But that being said, this is not the matchup for them. Ben Simmons is going to absolutely put the put the chain on Russell Westbrook, put the motherfucking clamps on a dude, and we're going to win this one easy. Cover the spread. It's only six points, I think, last time I checked. Yeah. That's um, still, uh, hopefully, though, my hope is Joel is in shape. He looks in shape. And <laughs> I want at least – I want at least 15 shots from the post. Like, I know it's regular season, but we got to get him conditioned to do this because that's what we need him to do in the playoffs. And he's always gassed in the playoffs, so he takes a bunch of jumpers. So get him in shape early. Um, Hopefully Danny Green makes some jump shots. You know, that's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for. Yes, Ixers win that fairly, uh, I think, pretty easily. Um. Mavs take on the Suns. Definitely going to be a good game there. Want to see the new look Suns? Chris Paul, D book. You know he Chris Paul took took that rock took that Thunder team. Not really talented on offense at all. You know you know Lou Dort had his did his thing a little bit, but um, now he's got a bona fide bucket getter and DeAndre Ayton down low. Um, but Luca's on the other side. Do, the, do, do you think the Mavs take this? No, nah, the Suns win. Yeah, Suns I, win. I could see this going to OT though. I could definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna be. Ah, uh, I. I think it's gonna be a better game than Bucks Celtics just because oh, it's yeah. gonna be be more a lot more buckets because it's not like either of these teams give too much of a shit about defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of no defense, this is my upset special. Um, shout out all them Bulls fans. I think you guys are gonna beat the Hawks tonight. Because uh, I think everybody's overrating what the Hawks have done. Their guard situation makes little to no sense, and uh, they 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 they're not going to play a, a shit worth of defense. And um, I think the Bulls can nick one. Yeah, uh, the Hawks have a uh, have a lot of injuries, so I think uh, you're right on that. I think the Bulls take it. Mm, what else we got? I mean, who cares about – I mean, do you care about the Hornets? I don't care about the Hornets. Well, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo he's, Ball, but – He's going to go off. Cast. That's all you need to know. He's going to go off. I don't know, though. I think Colin Sexton's going to give him a little welcome to the NBA defense because he's been, been – because he's LaMelo Ball. And LaMelo's going to put him on his hoop mixtape, like with crossovers. And there's going to be a between-the-legs bounce pass on the fast break. Yes. Wednesday, okay. December 23rd, 1.07 p.m. Okay. Boom. I can see that. The Heat beat the Magic. Um, about that. You don't know about that? I don't know about that. Why don't you know about that? Go Magic. Go Magic? Go Magic. The, the homerism kicking in? Or the homerism's this? kicking in. But uh, no, I think the Magic are... I like no, yeah, them. you're right. No, you were telling me the other night they got this this great rookie, Anthony Cole Anthony. You told me. Um, no, great, yeah, great show. Gonna... I'll be back later. <laughs> He's terrible, dude. I hate Cole Anthony. Exactly. So, so, so bad. Lose. But Markel Fultz is good. Aaron Gordon. Uh, they're a good team. They're a good team. Markel Fultz. He's so much better than he was in Philly. Fuck him. No, he's Fuck good. Markel he's Fultz. good. You guys missed out on a talent. Um, the Knicks take on the Pacers. Who cares? 
the New York Knickerbockers are going to win that game. Wow. RJ Barrett, 20 and 15. That is a play. That is, that is serious plus money over there. Um, Pelicans, Raptors. I don't know. Um, be interesting because I don't know what the Pelicans are going to be yet. Yeah. I think the Pelicans are one of the stupidest teams actually in this free agency. I know this is coming from a Sixers fan and this doesn't compare to Al Horford, <laughs> but um, when you give Steven Adams 18 million a year and you see Serge Ibaka and Tristan Thompson signing for less than 10, um, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think Steven Seriously. Adams is so much better than both of them. You, like what? Yeah. Steven Adams. No, is a gamer. no, He's not better than, than Serge or, or Tristan. I don't, know. I don't know. I think Steven Adams is an automatic walking solid double-double with like 12 rebounds. Easy. Walking two blocks a game. It's, he's an enforcer. He is insane, to say the least. Uh, so I think it was good money, and he's a good veteran presence on that team too with a lot of young pieces. And uh, but you know, the Pelicans win because Brandon Ingram's also the next KD. So wow, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, I mean, I I don't I I don't know. I I can see that going either way. I'm just I'm I'm still not a fan of the Stephen Adams contract, and uh, I think you're crazy to say that he's he's better than either of them because both of them have shown they can be integral parts of of winning teams. And Steven Adams has never been close to doing that in his whole life. Because he, he wasn't on the Thunder teams before they blew it up, right? No. So, yeah. He's, he's been on the never, Thunder teams. Exactly. He's never been part of a winner. And I'm not inclined that, that he is the piece that the Pelicans needed to take them to that proverbial next level. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Oh, no. Um, he's not going to take them to the next level, but he's going he's gonna to be good. He's gonna next be level good. being the playoffs. Did they make the playoffs? I I think no. You know that I have a I have a wager. I yeah. Uh, you know the West is tough. I if they West make it, super they're, tough. They're an eight. Not saying they're a bad team, but the, the West is just super deep. No, it's screwing. Um, they make it. Ink it. They make it. Ink it. Ink it. I'm not inking that, but we will ink it anyway. Um, do you think the Do you think the Houston Rockets? Do you think James Harden will play? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. All right, um, so they win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or does Lou Dort come out game one and give Harden the business again? <laughs> Thirty-five, ten, and seven. Absolutely locks him up. Flexes on him. Ice in the vein, Selly. Oh gosh. No, yeah. James Harden shoots thirty-five shots, and the Rockets win by like six. All right. Yeah. Fair. Um. Ooh. The Jazz and the Blazers, that should be a good game. I could see that going either way, to be honest. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Jazz, though. A little more homerism. Yeah. But. yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, you know, got to love Donovan Mitchell, but I, I do love me some Dame Lillard. I love him. Bucket getter. Um. All right. I mean, do you care about the Pistons and the Timberwolves, Spurs, Grizzlies? Does anyone? Does anyone? No. No one cares about them. 
But quick, um, Timberwolves and Grizzlies. Win. Timberwolves and Grizzlies. Kings, Nuggets, definitely the Nuggets, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, easy, easy Nuggets. All right. Um, well, NBA is back. Um, oh, who? Finals, finals. Who who's playing and who's winning right now before the end of the season? Also, your MVP pick. Um, MVP, Giannis, running back. Uh, and then finals, Lakers, Bucks. Lakers winning six. All right, or All five. Right. Lakers winning five. All right. Um, I am going to go with the MVP as Anthony Davis. Um, I think that the finals is going to be the Lakers taking on the Philadelphia 76ers, and they are also going to win 4-1. The Lakers will win 4-1. Gentlemen sweep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you see, you, you can live now. Just wait, just wait till, just wait till we absolutely. There's only first, four teams. When is our have, first important game? There's only four teams that have a chance of making it and winning the finals. Well, winning it's only really the Lakers. Well, I mean, matchup, matchup wise, I think we match up with the Lakers better than any team in the NBA. Yeah, but you're not going to get past Boston. I think we will get past Boston this year. They have someone who can stop and beat now. No, they don't. Who is that? Tristan Thompson. Cannot stop Joel Embiid. He's going to stop Joel Embiid. He's not going to stop Joel Embiid. Joel's going to get tired. He's going to get tired, and it's going to be all over. He's going to eat one too many hamburgers before tip-off and get not get his nightly foot massage and drop a stinker. Ben Simmons is going to put up one point again, thinking about Kendall. It's going to be... No bueno, poor little seventy six airs. No, that's that's no. Just no, dude. Like, what are you talking about? That's just not going to happen. I mean, it's just. I I know you're pulling up stats, but remember that's all pre COVID. Uh, Jesus, bro, and dude, it's it's um it's when Tristan Thompson plays Joel Embiid because that's ridiculous, bro. He was hurt. He was hurt the one time. Oh, but Harden actually might not play. Oh, ooh, see. Oh. All that strip club shit? I didn't know about that. You didn't know? Bro, I told you about that. That's why I was saying Harden to Philly like, is a real possibility because he's chilling with Meek Mills and strip clubs all over the country. Damn. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't, if, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, know anymore with this guy. Yeah, so that um, those are my picks. Um, I think... You know, I, I think, you know, you're hating on the Sixers as always. And Seth yeah, Curry and Seth Curry is going to be a phenomenal addition. Tyrese is going to be able to run the pick and roll well. Uh, you know, Ben's I'm gonna, Tyrese. I love Tyrese. Hot take. Hot take ink it right now. Ben Simmons is going to take and make a three-point shot tonight. Tonight? Tonight. And he's going to keep doing it. This is the year. This is the year. He's going he's gonna to be a comfortable... 30% from three around there. It's not going to be good, but it's enough to where you can't just absolutely leave him alone every play. Well, folks, before we lose all credibility regarding sports <laughs> after my party, uh, I'm Michael Fay, and as always, with my guy, Walker Manning, signing off on the We Call It Soccer slash Basketball podcast.
podcast. Take wake care. Wake up, wake up. Peace. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. Gotta hit the butt to make me focus. Lyrics flowing out like hocus pocus.